0: Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can follow us on Facebook or visit our website at BeatitudesChurch.org. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society. Let the earth put forth vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees of every kind on earth that bear fruit with the seed in it and god saw that it was good let there be lights in the dome of the sky to separate day from night and to be the signs for the seasons and for the days and for the years and God saw that it was good. Let the waters bring forth swarms of living creatures and let the birds fly about the earth across the dome of the sky and God saw that it was good. We are currently worshiping on the colonized lands of Akima, Autumn, Upper Pima, Hohokam, and Autumn land. I wanted to be sure to name that for the folks who might not be from Phoenix and are watching us on the other side of that camera. And I wanted to make sure that we knew that so we could become aware of the land that we gather we celebrate we learn and we feel together i was fortunate enough to preach here two weeks ago and i had talked about the breaking open of an alabaster jar and in that sermon i really wanted us to focus on our five senses and I'd like to bring that forth again today. And we'll, we'll explore that for each of you individually here in just a moment. But for now, I have an overarching theme or question that I want you to think about should I bore you at some point in this sermon. You can ask, hopefully, what senses are evoked when thinking about the earth? First, a story to share about what inspired me for the sermon today. Out of the amazing mentors that I've had over the last several years or my lifetime, one in particular stood out for me, and it is Reverend Doug Bland. He's a retired Disciple of Christ minister here in the Valley, and I first came to know Doug because I had enrolled in a beginning story class, storytelling class at South Mountain Community College in the fall of 2018. And as an educator myself, I'm always observing other educators, learning about how they cultivate healing and learning without it being overt in a classroom. And it was in this beginning storytelling class where Doug asked a question that has changed the way that I think about things, the way that I come to you through this sermon today, and it was the simple question of what is the story of your name?" When he asked us that question that night, the energy amongst the folks in that room, what became my peers, was palpable. I can still feel it. We became connected because we discovered the story of each other's names. So in honor of that exercise, In honor of us living here post-Earth Day, I want to share a little bit about my origin story and how I finally felt connected to a name. I remember as a child discovering honeysuckle bushes and lightning bugs. And it happened around the same time. I believe it was the same time that year. And that year was fantastic for me. We got to go to another middle school within the district that had an arboretum and and a learning center outside. And we got to go and explore and learn from people who were passionate about the environment, about the outdoors and about helping children understand how science, the environment, and humans can explore and exist together. And it was on this field trip that I learned that the Pennsylvania state insect was, or is, I check on it every year, the lightning bug. And it was named Pennsylvania State Insect on April 10th, 1974. I was in elementary school and I was giddy, like remember being super giddy about something. This fact connected me to something because you see my birth date is April 10th, 1974. I felt such an elated joy and connectedness to this beetle, and I wanted to learn everything about it. And I wanted to see, to discover if it was in my neighborhood, if it was where I was growing up. And so I would spend long afternoons with neighborhood kids, Friends, siblings, and we would wander in the woods behind our house and down the road from us. And we would always imagine something new, a new journey each time. And it was after that field trip that we became scouts for these beetles, these fireflies. And it was on these long afternoons that I discovered the smell of a honeysuckle bush because I wanted to know where the fireflies would hide during the day. So I'd get into the plants and explore, and that's when I smelled honeysuckle. This, for me, was the first time that I began to understand why there was a need for a separate day from the night and for there to be signs of the seasons and the days and the years. I was experiencing the series and the excuse me, the seasons differently through my senses. And I came to understand after a few turns of springs and summers and falls and winters that a creation story happens anew. Every several months. In the book Braiding Sweetgrass, Robin Wall Kimmerer observes like creation stories everywhere, cosmologies are a source of identity and orientation to our world. They tell us who we are. Knowing that we are inevitably shaped by them, no matter how distant they may be from our own consciousness. So now it's your turn. Remember that question? I want you to take some time. I'm going to ask you a series of questions framed around what do you feel when you think. About the creation story that you believe in. We don't all have the same creation story. And I know that I'm saying that in a Christian church. So, what do you feel when you think about the creation story that you believe in? What do you see or imagine? What are the sounds in this story? What happens in the story to make you feel? What do you smell? and what looks so delicious, where you can actually imagine the taste in your mouth and on your tongue. Now hold on to that for just a moment. And when you breathe in, breathe life into those memories, and breathe out good back into the world. We just celebrated Earth Day. Do you remember or have you forgotten? It's not a judgment. A lot happens in a week. And it is Sunday. A lot happens since Thursday. And we were in a week where it was introduced to us by one of the most major verdicts that our nation has seen. All throughout the week, when thinking about the worth of life, when thinking about our life here on the planet, I thought how silly and arrogant it is for us to celebrate Earth Day. Earth gets one day. That's it. Don't worry. Don't forget the fact that Mother Nature continues to embrace all that we do to it, and she heals time and time again. This week, I thought a lot about remembering. Remembering what March 2020 was last year, what did I do for my birthday last year, What is my connection to earth? And when I began to think about that this week, some startling things came up, memories that I thought that I had actually lost or forgotten for good. I remembered this week fishing with my dad. I won't go into the story of how we bought the boat to start the fishing, and that my uh, mother was seasick every time we went into the boat. Save that. But we would go fishing about every other weekend to a lake called Lake Raystown. And those were some of the most special moments in my life. It was because I got to spend those moments liking the same thing that my dad liked. That was the first time that I was able to name the emotion or the sense of feeling. I felt those moments with my whole body. I remember in my late 30s, when I went back to college, taking a poetry class that was based in the outdoors. It was a spring class, and it was a very long winter. And so I found myself going outside to Wissahickon Park, which is a park in the middle of uh, Philadelphia. And I would sit there and just pay attention to the emptiness of sound. Turned out it wasn't empty of sound at all. I would take a sketchbook and I would sketch something that didn't look like a stick figure rolling around in scribbles and I would write poetry. It was this class and those moments that actually helped to prepare me to start naming the things in the area you find yourself in and then searching for their stories. I remember my first hike down the Grand Canyon. It was this hike that I learned to get Trail Eyes. If you haven't done it, it's a real thing. If you don't know what it is, send me an email. I'll tell you what Trail Eyes is. But I developed Trail Eyes because I was finally able to pay attention, to slow down the pace of my life, and to begin noticing the desert that surrounded me. I began to experience the now, the present, in a much different way. And most recently, I remember my walks in the neighborhood starting in March of 2020. I moved to a brand new neighborhood about two weeks before everything shut down, and I needed to be outside. So my dog and I would walk and I would explore, and we would see sidewalk chalk written and drawn by kids and parents alike with positive messages. I walked through the neighborhood, understanding my privilege of being able to cross the street without making eye contact because I was a white woman in the neighborhood. I understood this very quickly after all of the back to back to back to back to back murders of black men and women last summer. 2020 taught me how to name horror, and grief, and loneliness, and curiosity, and love, and change. These are just a few of the creation stories or even creation chapters that I remembered this week during Earth Week. And what I've learned throughout this week when having the opportunity to slow down to remember is that I'm born anew every time I share my story or get to hear your story. And if you can tell, the stories that I shared were a lot about the plants yielding seed and the fruit trees of every kind on earth bearing fruit. The birthing of a new me happens. And now by sharing my creation stories with you this morning, you too now are a part of my soil. And I am grateful for that. Over the past three years, I have used Doug Bland's, Reverend Doug Bland's storytelling prompt in a lot of different settings. I've been in community organizing circles, classrooms, cultivated creative writing sessions, and even within the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office and with women incarcerated inside Perryville State Women's Prison. And I found out that the name Either the act of naming or being named is very, very important. Given a name is the first thing that we are given when we're born. We get to feel human touch, and then we receive a name. Naming has the power to make us feel in many different ways in both the naming and the being named. But being named can have grave consequences for many. Think about racial codes, the title alien, illegal immigrant, inmate, homeless, or addict. Knowing somebody's name actually helps to connect you to another person, and that connection is vital. For our survival. Going back to Robin Wall Kimmerer, she noticed the success of a living tree within a forest is found because of the unity of the trees working together, not only with themselves, but the environment around them, all to survive. She says, and I quote, Exactly how they do this, we don't yet know. But what we see is the power of unity. What happens to one happens to us all. We can starve together or we can feast together. All flourishing is mutual. Back to you again. Remember that question? How does Earth play into the creation story that you have a belief in? What do you see or imagine What are the sounds in that story? What happens in the story to make you feel? What do you smell? and what looks so delicious that you can taste it in your mouth. What can you remember from that first experience to this one? How did that inform the this? Now hold on to that for a moment and breathe life into the imagination. And breathe imagination back out into this world. I encourage everyone to find time to slow down, to notice how everything around us is showing us that it is time to change. And God saw that it was good. And if change is happening around us, How can we slow down and pay attention and not choose violence, fear, and death again, but choose peace, transformation, and love, life? Slow down to begin to hear the stories of our names. And friends, I'd like to name this moment, this one that we're in. It's called labor. We are in labor, birthing new possibilities and new dreams and new things together. And God saw that it was good. knowing that our relationship with land cannot happen unless we listen to her stories as well. And I hope that we, that I find a faith that continues to generate seeking and enables through grace, the understanding of where I live how I care for it and who I live amongst and how I care for you. And God saw that it was good. If all of the world is a commodity, how poor we grow. When all the world is a gift in motion, how wealthy we become. Let me say that again. When all the world is a gift in motion, how wealthy we become. Friends, we can starve together or we can feast together because all flourishing is mutual and God saw that it was good, amen.
1: Let us take a moment to quiet ourselves, to contemplate the words that have been shared with us from Ellie. Let us pray. Holy Presence. We gather together in queues and on screens today, with full hearts and minds, attempting to sort through the joys and concerns of the day. We are daily bombarded with bad news, yet our hearts are encouraged by hopes realized all around us. We hold in our hearts and minds those who have suffered and those who continue to suffer through grief, loss, and hardships that try our faith in ourselves and our institutions. We lift up Pastor Tony and all of our church staff for their loving care. Nourish them as they reach out with their gifts to care for us and for those who might turn to them for help. Divine Spirit, instill in us great expectations of your movement among us. Guide our national and local leaders in the ways of compassion, justice, and peace. Help us to be ever thankful for the beauty of your creation, and lead us in following in the footsteps of Jesus, who has pioneered and perfected the faith for which we strive. In his name we pray. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can help us to continue this program by making your donations at BeatitudesChurch.org backslash online-giving Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society.